0: today on the bill kelly show on 900 chml well as of midnight uh, the canadian u.s border is now open once again it's been about 20 months now of a very controversial closure of course because of covid 19 we all know the background to that and it was uh, some months ago of course that americans were allowed over to this side of the border and uh, thankfully many of them have taken advantage of this and uh they have recipro- reciprocated now finally but there's a catch Uh, And and this is causing a great deal of consternation right now. Uh, If you're Canadian, you want to go across the border, do some shopping, visit relatives, knock yourself out. Uh, As long as you get proof of vaccination, you can go across. But getting back once you finish your business or your trip or whatever it's going to be it's going to cost you uh because the canadian uh, authorities are insisting uh that before you come back across the border even though you live here uh you must preso- present rather the uh, the results of a recent pcr test to prove that you're not sick And uh, that test is going to run you anywhere from $150 to $300 per person. So if you're going there with your significant other or family members, ka-ching, 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 which is going to, I think, deter an awful lot of people from making the trip. So is this really an open border or not? Uh, And what are the implications? Because I know businesses on both sides of the border have been very, very impacted negatively by what's gone on over the last 19 months. Uh, Barbara Barrett is the Executive Director of the Frontier Duty Free Association. She's a member of the Coalition of Hardest-Hit Businesses. Uh, Joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about uh, what's going to be happening and and hopefully some positive implications for this. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: We had uh, Representative Higgins, uh, Congre- Congressman Higgins, on the program a couple of years ago from New York State, of course, who's been one of the strong proponents mm-hmm. for this uh, reopening. It's finally happened, and that's the good news, But uh, the Canadian assistance of proof uh, of, of a positive or negative test, rather, is going to be problematic. What are your views on this?
1: Well, yeah, we saw that when the border opened to Americans coming up in August, that they weren't coming because they have this requirement of this negative PCR test. Um, so I, it's going to be the same with Canadians going down to the States. And when they have to come back, they have this expense, and I'll call it an unnecessary expense, for them to return. And it doesn't make any sense. If, if we're sitting in the hockey arenas full of fully vaccinated people uh and, and that's not requiring a PCR test. And driving across the border in your own car uh, and back, it, it, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, I was talking to somebody, uh, I was at the, uh, the TACAD game, the football game, this past weekend, and, and a good friend of mine who sits right beside us also has season tickets for the Buffalo Bills and hasn't been able to go. Uh, for that obvious reason because you couldn't go across the border until this morning Uh, and and he was asking me the same question i I assume it was rhetorically how can i go to a football game here at tim horton field in hamilton uh, with a bunch of fully vaccinated people you know i have to have that for proof of vaccination yet i can't get across the border uh, for the very same reason and now that's changed but the fact is he's going to have to pay 200 bucks to get back into this where he lives and and i guess the question a lot of people are asking right now barbara is why if we've shown proof of vaccination uh, that doesn't mean we're bulletproof, but aren't we just playing by the rules now? Why do we have to show that negative test?
1: Well, that's the same question we're asking the Canadian government today. Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. And if, if you go across to a Buffalo Bills game uh, and you've, you have the negative PCR test, but then you're sitting in an, an arena with other fully vaccinated people, in under 72 hours you're just coming back on the same test. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense.
0: But but yet that's the insistence. What's this going to do? Because I know there is a great deal of anticipation about this. I mean, because it's, 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 this is this is a two way street. I mean, you know, as somebody who's born and raised in Southern Ontario, uh, we know the close association here. And you know, whether it's our London listeners who who you know the the, the Windsor Detroit border, or us here in in Southern Ontario with uh, with Niagara Falls and Buffalo, uh, just a stone's throw away. There's been a lot of traffic back and forth. A lot of it is you know to visit family. It's not just for shopping, but it's vacations and things of this nature. Uh, do you see that that, starting, that flow starting to return, or are people going to say, I can't afford to do this, I'm, I'm going to have to wait?
1: Well, well, there's an inequity there, because not everybody can make that decision. If you're a family of four and it costs you know, upwards of $200 per test, you as a family may not be able to make that decision.
0: Well, simply out of cost. I mean, we have a staff member exactly. here at the radio station who has family down in Ohio and every year goes down there for the American Thanksgiving uh, and, and, and probably has made the decision now that they're not going to do it this year, first of all, because of the test, but also that, I mean, you, you have to look at where you're heading, too. Apparently, in some parts of Ohio, there's only about a 50% vaccination rate, uh, so there's a possibility that she could well be exposed to that. Well, if you get a positive test, you're quarantined. Uh, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to make any sense. It seems as if they haven't really thought this thing through, which begs the question: What can you do about this aside from just saying, "Hey, we think this is wrong"? How do you get the government's attention and get them to at least rethink this whole process?
1: Well, we did hear a crack in Dr. Tam on uh, Friday of last week, and you know, the government said they're being led by by the public health agency. So. Dr. Tam did say on, on Friday that this needs to be reevaluated. So we're hoping that this kind of, of pressure gets them to look at this and reevaluate it uh, in a timely manner.
0: Well, timely, I think, is the key word here, isn't it? Simply because uh, there are areas here that are just dying for uh, that traffic. And, and we're, we're looking to get money flowing again back into the economy on both sides of the border right now. Uh, and, and the anticipation was so intense here that, you know, this, this is finally going to start happening again, uh, because as we've talked about, and I know certainly with your organization, you're fully cognizant of the fact uh, that businesses around the border, and, and not just in Fort Erie or, or Niagara Falls, but all the way back to Toronto, really, rely on that cross-border traffic for part of their tourism economy, but also the business economies.
1: Yeah, and um, Congressman Higgins said on our press conference earlier this morning that there's an argument to be made that the that border should have been open six months ago, um, and businesses like ours have been devastated by the border closure. And border communities uh, depend on this flow of traffic, so it, it, it's time it's time to lower these barriers, let fully vaccinated people travel back and forth there has to be a reward for having this vaccination
0: well we know that uh, the who's the president of the canadian chamber has already been vo- yeah. very vocal about this and uh, as have the ontario chamber members and local chambers of commerce uh, we had mayor diodati from niagara falls on the program and he was complaining about this too i mean because in an open border you know before all this stuff started uh, the, the the lockdowns and everything else it was you know commonplace for people to say hey let's go across the border and have dinner at so and so th- and americans doing the same thing over here or, hey let's go over and see such and such an attraction or hey let's go spend the weekend in toronto and go see a couple of live shows and, and spend some money in restaurants and hotels and things of this nature and when that gets sucked out of the economy it has a, a huge impact doesn't it?
1: it it certainly does and not to mention reuniting families
0: well, sure. I mean, because there are people that own property here or they have loved ones that are on this side of the border and, and you know, until today haven't been able to do something about this. Uh, is is there a process here, Barbara? I mean, I I heard Dr. Tam's comments the other day, too, and you're right, that, there was a flicker there that, hey, maybe they're going to reevaluate this, but this is, as, as every other decision is going to be made here, ultimately is going to be a political decision. I know that they all say they listen to the science on this, uh, and I, I guess maybe some do, some don't. But the fact is, is you know that they weigh heavily here the political implications of something like this. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the American uh, politicians on this. I, I know Congressman Higgins has, has really been pushing the White House to try to do something about this. And I guess this is a good first step. But we really need to get our Canadian elected officials to pay attention here.
1: Yeah, at a certain point, common sense has to prevail. And there is no common sense in this.
0: So do we just hang on here? Do we wait until we see some negative numbers? Or is this an ongoing process uh, to try to get this evaluation going?
1: Certainly from our perspective, it will be an ongoing process. Um, I'm not taking the foot off the gas. Um, Our border communities, our border businesses depend on it. So hopefully they listen well
0: uh i i well we and others are going to continue to to make noise about this because we think this is part of this economic recovery that they all talk about and and do it with caution i mean nobody's simply saying hey this is all over that that would be naive nobody is suggesting that uh you know there are protocols put in place masking and vaccinations etc uh and and those things need to be adhered to we understand that but once people do all of this stuff and get the vaccination to have the proof of vaccination and doing the masking they're looking at them and saying wait a second why am i being punished for this i'm playing by the rules that you guys set up uh there's you know if, if you're going to start to say to people that haven't been vaccinated uh and not masking well that's one thing but if we're playing by the rules uh you know we should be allowed to, to do the sorts of things we want to do
1: exactly we, there's this should be part of the reward for being fully vaccinated
0: Barb, we're going to stay on this, as I know you are, too, and certainly we'll uh, stay in touch with this as this evolves, hopefully quicker than than we're anticipating right now. But thank you so much for the time today.
1: Many thanks. My pleasure.
0: The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.